I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. The droids are clean, the vaporizers are patched, and the speeders fueled. It's time to pick up some blue milk and power converters. You're listening to Toshi Station Radio, brought to you by the Majestic Giraffe Network. Now here are your hosts for the Snarkist Podcast in Star Wars and Geek Culture, Brian and Nancy. From the Askers of Anchorhead and on the shores of the Great Chot Flats, you're listening to Tashi Station Radio, the bright center of the universe for all things Star Wars and geek culture. I'm your host, Brian, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Nancy. Hi! On today's episode, we're about to talk Rogue One with Dunk from Club Jade and Coop from 1138. We're about to get started, so sit back, grab some power converters, and enjoy the show. Uh, so yeah, welcome Dunk and Coop. Hey! That's your cue to say something, Coop. <laughs> I said yo. No. Oh, AKA, we talked over each other. AKA the let's convince them to do a podcast episode. <laughs> so everyone send in your feedback about how great they are and how you'd listen to a podcast for them. Yeah, so we're uh, we're piloting really with Coop and Dunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do a podcast, but it's going to be all the pre-show. I'm not going to tell them that I'm recording it. And I'm going to make them wait for a half an hour to go on, and then I'm going to. That's going to be the show. Nice. That sounds good to me. Hey, you were only waiting for 15 minutes. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm saying it's a good idea. Also, also, Brian, I noticed that you didn't call me your wife in the intro. Is there something I should know about? <laughs> I defaulted back to uh, an intro from three years ago. Really? Just checking. Really? Uh, need a script. You need a script to remember that she's your wife. <laughs> oh, 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 and uh, we're ejecting Coop from the show. <laughs> Uh, great. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm adjusting the levels while I try to recompose myself. Okay, a note from our sponsors. Uh, Tashi Station Radio is brought to you in part by our awesome Patreon subscribers. Click the link on Tashi-Station.net for more details and learn how you can help support this show and the other shows in the Tashi Station Network. And we're also brought to you in part by Her Universe. Flight your world with Star Wars, Star Trek, Marvel, Transformers, Doctor Who, and other fandom-inspired wardrobe and jewelry. Click the link on our blog to purchase awesome geek gear and keep the lights running on the podcast. And on that note, it's time for Fixer's Flash, the things we've been up to in fandom. Nancy, as is customary, we start with you. Uh, I have been reading a bunch. I finished... The June Toshi Station Book Club pick, which was The Cold Between by Elizabeth Bone Seal. And I have thoughts about it. So I think this book club discussion is going to be probably one of the most interesting ones we've had so far. Um, That sounds ominous. I liked the book, but there were issues with it. So... Um, I also read The Jupiter Pirates, The Rise of Earth by Jason Fry, which is the third book in the series. And all I have to say to Mr. Fry is, how dare you, sir? How dare you? Sorry, I need to turn your game down now. <laughs> I took, I turned away from the microphone for that. But yes, if you haven't gotten around to reading that book yet and you've read the others, go read it now. This is where the series grows the beard, and I really have a hard time believing it's a middle-grade book series. Um, And also, I finished writing the first draft of my last book, which means now I am ready and waiting for a certain Star Wars book to make its way to my mailbox. Anytime now. 
Uh, was it written by some guy named Chirk? Wig Chutnik. Jedi Master Wig Chudnik. Buick Winnebago. Yes, that guy. That Buick guy. Winnebago. <laughs> that guy. Uh, That's about it. Brian. Uh, uh, I haven't done anything. <laughs> we've, been, we've been selling a house. I haven't done anything interesting beyond that. Non-fandom tip, guys. Selling a house sucks. Don't yeah, if you're wondering it. why we haven't recorded in a month, that's why. Yeah, because you have to, like, clean and shit and, like, and, yeah, the cat's very upset that we're selling a house. People come in and stare at her, like, and she's like, why are these strangers in my house? Also, we haven't seen our dog in a week and a half. Oh, yeah. Maz might just be getting used to that house. I know. She's going to be like, what the hell, guys? Yes, we get to start from scratch. <laughs> Literally. Uh, with how upset we're going to make her. Yes. In a month or so. Great. You've been writing RPG stuff. Oh, yeah. I've been writing tabletop RPG adventures. The uh, the Siege of Higher Moff Manchuin Manchuin the Third. Y- yes. Um, crossover with Rogue Project. We're doing an of Dice and Droids crossover with the uh, with uh, some of the members of Rogue Podron because um, one of their members is out for the next three months and they I need some filler content and they need some filler content. It's not going to be filler. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, so we're we're doing a crossover episode with them, and they will be playing in playing uh, fill-in rogues. It'll be fun, and we're gonna have Jay on as a what is he gonna be? He's gonna be an an asshole Bothan. Yes, as they all instead are. of just a regular asshole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, when I need chaos makers in my gameplay, I go for Jay. He played a Gungan diplomat in your game. <laughs> Did he do the voices? Yes, he did. Uh, he did for about oh, he did for about ten, five to ten minutes before uh, in universe I had a character tell him to stop. <laughs> was it Han Solo? No, it was Winter. Oh well, yeah, that works too. Because yeah, unfortunately, we didn't record that one. But I wish I had. Uh, I know. I wish I had. Uh, Dunk, how about you? What have you been up to? Uh, well, I just at the end of the week got back from. JadeCon, a.k.a. Origins. Yay! I need to get back there. Yeah, which is hilarious. Um, yeah, we we were we did a big like Club Jade history thing, and I really wish that I had been like... I know some people recorded it, so some of it's probably going to come up online. I still have to talk to Lucy about if we're going to blog about it, because some of this stuff is just crazy. Um, but I finally saw, and this is like this, this, this thing in Club Jade history, the Phantom Wedding. Um, which is when, when Phantom Menace came out, Club Jade, a whole bunch of Club Jaders went to Vegas, they saw the movie, and then like two days after, they married a cardboard (laughs) Mara and Luke (laughs) at a wedding chapel. I think I've heard of this. The video will never see the light of day, if only for, 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 mostly because there are people in it that we're no longer like in contact with and we need their permission. Oh. But... (laughs) It was even crazier than the stories from this video. Um, and I really wish I... Mara Jade even exist? There, well, they made it. Oh. It was a seven of oh. nine with a... The, you know that awful... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I had nothing to do with this. I was not there. I was in college. Um, seven of nine with a blown up comic head from that comic with the awful art um, by the Emperor's Hand. And yeah, we've actually, I actually have had, we, we reused that 
Sandy a couple times. Uh, we had a funeral thing at one point a couple years ago, and I have photos on my. I remember the funeral. I think that's yeah. maybe where I've seen that stand up before. Yeah, we, we we had the stand up. We we lost a couple standies. Uh, we lost a couple to mold apparently. Oh no! Well, yes, Club Dead history gone. Um, but we are. Paula is going through a bunch of stuff, and she's been posting photos on like our on on the Facebook group, our our private list Facebook group. And there's some stuff in there that I complete. I made and I completely forgot about. That's amazing. Yeah, this is it's Club Jade is insane. I I, I love I love them. I love us, but we're insane. <laughs> anyway, yeah. and I got to see everyone, and it was amazing. And I miss them because I didn't go to JCon last year because oh. of celebration. But you've always you've always treated the E reverently in Club Jade. Oh Jade's. yeah, totally. <laughs> With the utmost respect. We totally did not have a burger flipper. At one point, nope. <laughs> yeah, I love that. It's like these people are like, well, you're named after Marge. It's like, well, no, we are, but we also hated a lot of the stuff that came after after See, the original book. And, and that's the thing, I, I think all of us here today, we love the EU so much, but we're more than willing to make fun of it. <laughs> oh yeah, we and we were unmerciless making fun of it, making fun of everything. Honestly, everything. Spores. 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 Yes, I was at that one. That was, uh, I think that was the see, Gen Con. After. See, the point we're making fun of it no longer was fun was where when the EU lost us. Yeah, when yeah, the, at the you know the last couple series, it was getting to the point where we're like, really, you're seriously making Dalla president? That kind of stuff. It's like, <laughs> you guys are out of juice, huh? Thank God. Burn it down. Burn it down. They did. Yeah, yeah. They didn't buy us. They lost us, and then they they gave us something good. Uh, well, I guess, I guess that makes us shills. Is the hate emails I constantly get reminds me. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Coop? Uh, well, I have a prepared a prepared answer for this. But speaking of <laughs> making fun of the EU, the most recent thing I ever expanded universe explains about Young Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Advance of the movie, and I summarized the Han Solo trilogy, which is one of my favorite things in the EU. And I was pretty merciless to it at the same time. <laughs> and so I had, and someone actually commented and said, "How could you be so mean?" And I had to clarify, "No, I really love these books. Like the Paradise Snare, the first one was my first book. And if that's str- the strength of that book is what got me into the EU, but it's still fun to make fun of them because they're silly." I mean, it, it's it's like if Trek fans couldn't make fun of the entirety of Voyager. What's the point? Yeah. But uh, anyway, beyond that, my canned answer is that I have a big project and a little project. The little project is that I'm replaying all the Uncharted games because I don't have a PS4 and I'm frustrated that I can't play the new one. Oh. So I'm doing all that, except my PS3 is on its last legs. It's actually in the refrigerator right now. Yeah, I think mine's dead, too. You put but- them in the refrigerator? If I keep it, it's. I think it's because my apartment gets pretty warm this time of year. So if I leave it in the fridge for an hour or two, then I can get a good evening of use out of it so far. But it's been touch and go. It's actually also a trick you use to get data off of bad hard drives. Yeah, I've heard that. I'm a little, fr- I'm a little afraid to leave it in there too long because I don't know how much moisture there is. But it's worked so far, okay. Huh. There's luckily there's short games. I couldn't do it with like a long with like I, when I play one of the Assassin's Creed games, it takes me a month. To get through it, huh. but these I can do in a few days if I get a good amount of time in. But uh, so then my long project is sort of geeky. I'm reading Infinite Jest, which is a thousand page novel. 
which means that for me, I'm going to read it. If I'm really, really lucky, I'll finish it in a year. Wow. But Ouch. It's not like it doesn't jump to mind as being like a geek novel, but it technically does take place in the future and it's got a few sci-fi elements. It's in like a dystopia where Canada and America become one country. Huh. Various things like that. And it's about it's about media and people, how they how television was changing society and things like that. So it's got a little relevance to the internet. Does Justin Trudeau become president of co-America Canada? Because I can get on board this. uh. Actually, there's a, the, the quasi bad guys in the story are Canadian separatists. Canadian separatists. It's like, it's like if if Al Qaeda were Canadian. Are they, are they, are they, are they from Quebec? Yeah. Or are they just. No, they're from the, yeah, they're Quebec separatists. Yeah. The most polite terrorists ever. (laughs) So I don't know the the Quebec. They're French. Uh, <laughs> uh, good point. Right. Yeah, I've been reading it since April, and I'm 18 percent of the way through it. Jesus. <laughs> and then I'm going to take a break for all the Star Wars crap that comes out. So God knows all the Star Wars stuff. So There's much Star Wars. Stuff. One so book much. coming out soon and soon. Well, yeah, I'm gonna I'm t- I'm reading it until Life Debt shows up one way or another, and then once I finish Life Debt, I'll read Jupiter Pirates. Yes. And then, and then if I if if I have a good chunk of time after that, I'll re- go back to it for a while until Catalyst or whatever comes out. We have the Ahsoka and Catalyst come out yeah. one after the other, and I'm like, why? Well, that's what it was like last year. I was reading book Star Wars nonstop for three months. Yeah, left. Me, yeah. I think that's a reason. One of the reasons why I didn't like Twilight Company as much because by then I was like, all right. Yeah, Give me exactly the Force Awakens. It took me three. It took me two or three months just to read yeah. Twilight Company, and it wasn't even. I enjoyed the book. It was a good book. I just was so done with Star Wars I, for a minute. I can do without another Journey to the Force Awakens book blitz yeah. ever again. It wasn't even like yeah. I was. I was done with Star Wars. It's like I didn't care about the era because I wanted TFA. Or yeah, that's a problem I had with a lot of the the stuff, and not even even before Journey, but like, like I'm like I really. We're, we're just. Killing time here. Just don't care. Give us TFA. Uh, yeah. What was what was the last book of it before? Yeah. Just you know, Catalyst. I know. I re- either Not give Catalyst. us TFA hints, Twilight. give us like Shattered Empire, or give us nothing. Yeah. 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 Okay. I don't know how it's going to be this time though, because you know you've got episode episode eight lurking. I have a feeling it's not going to be as bad this time. I well, no, because so. we we have the basic outline of everything now. Yeah. 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 All right, Nancy. I'm just waiting for them to give me a Luke book. Someday. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Nancy. Yeah, what's new on the blog? Uh, show interviewed several folks at the at the Alaska Robotics Minicon. Um, so we've got recordings of that up on the feed. Um, we've also got a bunch of comic reviews from Bria, and she also did a um, recap of Awesomecom, where she was on two panels. We ranked the we, we also one of those panels was uh, a panel with tim's on that caused yes. a little bit of a stir yes um if you haven't gone and listened to those um the one with uh she moderated panel with tim's on and they of course talked about legends um and basically his response was eh <laughs> let it go let it go yeah so the same as the last two years yeah happened. pretty much um what do you hope to accomplish? This was kind of the thesis statement of things. Um, and with that, we're getting another round of angry hate mail. Ugh, I didn't say it. Zon said it. They can send that, him their hate mail. No, an anti-EU crusader, Timothy Zahn. <laughs> I, I've gotten the weirdest. 
I haven't gotten as much as you guys because I've just stopped writing about it, but I got the weirdest one. Yeah. It's this, and I, I think it's related. I think they're trying a different tactic or something. Is but like the this tactic person, not being total assholes? Well, they're not total Here's the thing. It's, it's fairly polite, but this person hates that they killed Han and wants an apology. From who? And from Mickey Lucas Mouse? Film. Yes, and Disney, I'm sure. Uh, oh, God, I don't even... I don't know <laughs> but this was about, the only way Harrison the, was ever going to yeah, do the movie. Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, I heard that he lives in the books, and I'm like, okay, that's where you lost me. <laughs> thinking if you can call that living. Yeah, if you can call that... Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was hilarious, and I kind of wanted... Yeah, I didn't do anything with it. I haven't posted it or anything like that, because I'm just like... What? Yeah. And I got, and here's the funny thing. I got it twice. I was telling, I was literally at JadeCon in the suite talking to Brian Young and James, Jawa, J- James Jawa. And I was like, I got the craziest email. And we move on. <laughs> and then I'm checking my email for some reason. And there, there it is again. Same exact email. <laughs> she sent it to me twice. She wanted to make and, sure you got it. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm still not replying to it, but it was just so. So out of nowhere, bizarre. Yeah. The worst yeah. thing I got during that whole phase of nasty emails was like I called a hipster douche. <laughs> and it was, I it mean, made me so happy that that was like, what's the worst thing I can say to this guy? I know he's a hipster douche. <laughs> I mean, if they'd said that about me, that would have been true. It would have been true. Uh, but yeah, so go read that or go listen to that. Uh, you can't read it because it's audio. Um, and also there's a, uh, the panel, the speculation and Star Wars panel, which has also, uh, Bria, uh, who else was on it? Eric Geller, Jay. And Emo Kylo Ren. Yeah. Emo Kylo Ren was on it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, go read that or listen again. What the hell, Nancy? Listen to it. Listen to it. Um, speaking of the Star Wars Expanded Universe. We ranked the EU. Uh, I apologize. Yes, it was your fault. <laughs> Coop decided to rank the canon books. So Can I, can I say, as, as the instigator of that, can I say that from my point of view, what happened there? Sure. I just, I finished Bloodline and it struck me. I was waiting. I After Lost Stars, I was like, this might be my favorite of the new books, but I didn't want to say it yet. I wanted to sit with it for a while. And I read Bloodline. And I was like, okay, it's not a fluke. She's that good. And, I, and it's sort of a, that was the moment that I realized, yeah, Lost Stars actually is my favorite one. And once I realized that, I had to go down the list. And once I went down the list, I was like, well, I guess I'll tweet it. <laughs> Next thing I knew, that was all anybody did that day. It was. Yeah, I stayed out of that because I don't do that kind of thing. I'm just ranking just for me just does. I, I don't see the Well, I right. normally agree. I wouldn't. I can't even rank yeah. the movies, really. I know, uh, yeah. I know Empire is my yeah. favorite. That's as far as I go. Like, I normally wouldn't exactly. do it. It was such a freak thing. And it turned into this giant event. Uh, that I think was, I've done the worst. I'll do the worst. I'll do the worst, but I won't do the best. <laughs> that was the, <laughs> That's the kind of person I am. That was the second most viral thing to go through Star Wars Twitter. The first being Pablo starting explain the yes. SWEU. <laughs> that was good. So uh, good. But yeah, so we we ranked that. Um, I also I'll, I'll I'll say mine. If you want, yeah, go for it. Uh, the weapon of a Jedi, aftermath, bloodline, servants of the Empire, and lost stars. Good choices. Yeah, I, I can't remember. I what combined mine Servants of the Empire into one because you know, yours. Yeah, was, if, you, if you treat it as one big book, it's about the same yeah. as an owl. Yours is Bloodline, Aftermath, A New Dawn, Lost Stars, and Moving Target. I think I'd actually put Aftermath on top of Bloodline now. 
Yeah, mine changed after I reread Aftermath. Sorry, Bloodline. Um, Still really good, though. Yeah. And we've also got new episodes of Western Reaches and of Dyson Droids. Uh, Brian GM'd the beginner game. And also in the uh, Merc group of, of Dyson Droids, Jay flirted with a Raftar. <laughs> if that doesn't get you to listen to of Dyson Droids, I don't know what will. He flirted with the Raptor, and then he won the role, and so Tom made him describe what he was doing, and he made fishy faces while moving his hands around like tentacles. That so was Tom just getting even for <laughs> having to make that check. And he made, like, cooing noises. It was am- They had a Raptor, and, like, they just pop up, and they're like, how do we get out of it? And so they're... Tom's like, you can't flirt with the Raptor. Chase like, wait, you guys don't tape these, do you? Like, like video? Oh no, like, oh, no, 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 not video. Because I would want to see that if you did. No, sadly, it's just audio. But yeah, so that I, we're gonna make Jay reenact that at celebration. Next we are year. gonna make Jay reenact it. Uh, yeah. Um. So that's what's new on the blog. I think that probably. Percival flirting with the Raptor is probably the best piece of audio we've ever produced on this podcast. Uh, it's the finest thing we've ever produced in the history of Tashi Station. I don't know why we're still doing this because yeah. it's all downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, so we've got um, not a bunch of fandom news, but we did get a really l- love, in my opinion, lovely expert from Life Debt on Mashable and uh, the Big news that some people suspected um, but weren't sure about uh, is that, yes, Leia is pregnant in Life Debt. Yay! It seemed like kind of a foregone conclusion. Kylo Ren. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we knew Ben was 29 years old. Yeah. So... Yep, she had, yet, had to happen soon. Yep, so she's pregnant. Um, she is in the scene. She's basically kind of angry that Han and Luke are not there. She's not necessarily angry at them. Um, so of course, people have been wondering: Does Han know that she's pregnant when he left, um, or is he going to find out and be like, "What?" <laughs> um, also, I, I of course found the stuff with Leia and Luke very interesting about her how he trained her and all that because i mean that's all you really need to do to get me interested in a book (laughs) yeah Uh, i think this is interesting in that they're moving they're definitely moving into i hate to say it but heir to the empire territory with leia being pregnant yeah having and using the force and luke having trained her yes i shouldn't say they i should say you know wendig but I just think that's that's very interesting. I'm going to be interested to see how they deal with it well, this time around. Thankfully, we've got TFA that's going to prevent Leia from becoming generic Jedi soldier number 3082. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I'm also interested to see, because Wendig responded to that on his blog and like said, you know, this isn't an interlude. It's actually from the actual chapters and it's she's you know it's not just it's not the only scene with leia but she's not like a major part of the book and also that han is also not like the main one of the main players like it's still the han Han is the wedge yes so it's the same crew from before but han and leia have more 
parts. I am very much okay with that setup. I am. I, yeah, I it definitely pays them to be a little sparing. I think, especially since they have an endpoint. To, to yes. not overdo it, which is was, you know, the use the old use right. big problem. I think a lot of people they want just books about Han Luke and Leia, Han Luke and Leia, Han Luke and Leia. Um but I feel like in at least in this time period they need to go light on them like and have them like pop in and out of the story like sh- how shattered empire did um and if you're gonna have a book that's about one of them like bloodline it needs to be like a huge event for them because yeah i mean you can say bloodline you know it's the start of the first order start of the resistance but it's not like a huge battle or anything but it's it's like one of the defining moments of Leia's life. Yeah, um, and Han has nothing, no part in it. He has nothing to do in that story, really, until the yeah. end. Yeah, yeah. He's not relevant to it. There's no reason mm-hmm. for him to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I I would like to see like a book where they're all three together, but I think they will need to like come up with a really good reason for them to be together, not just like oh, this warlord came about and yeah. If they do that, it's probably going to be right after. Jedi, and it's probably going to be a lot more like Truce of Bakura. I can see them being together during the Battle of Jakku. Yeah, I can see that. I think I can see them all being there. I don't know that they'd be doing the same thing together. Yeah. Well, it'll, it be, be, it'll be like Endor. One is one is on the ground. One yeah. Is on the or I was going to say like uh, Mindor, where there Luke is off with. Even in the old trilogy, they aren't really are really like side mm-hmm. by side that much. Yeah. Anything mm-hmm. is going on. Um, yeah, I, it, oh, I was just gonna say. So, what? I uh, as far as like life debt, what are you guys hoping to see, or like what what sorts of things are you looking forward to during this time period? I know, obviously, Jack Who isn't gonna happen until the next book, but I'm really interested to see how the Empire I, starts to break apart and. Sorry, Jay. I will say that I can't wait for Chuck to double down on the gay. Because <laughs> he's going to do it. All right. Let's, we know he's going right, to do it. All right. Let's just get, let's just, you know, get that out of the way. I'm How re- much gay will it be? Uh, I'm really looking forward to the Facebook comments. So I got to say. Oh, <laughs> I, uh, I wonder about that because so, like one of the, one of the sort of the things that happened with Aftermath is that people thought it was going to be out of the empire. And so there was all these other reasons they were disappointed by it, theoretically. Mm-hmm. So I wonder now that people know exactly what they're getting into, I wonder if people there'll still be as much of a reaction or if people the people that are upset about it, it will be over it. It by might now. not be as bad, but they kind of seem the people who really hate everything that uh, is coming out of the current lit canon seem to use Chuck as their whipping boy. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, it doesn't seem like Bloodline got anything, did it? No, it, you know, it, not, really. it not really. It did, but yeah. nowhere Except near that, as bad. Except for that thing about Leia being Hillary Clinton. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was Amazon review. such BS. Why? Because she's a woman in competent yes, job. Yes. That's there's only one of them. Yes. <laughs> um no, I mean it's I, I I the stuff I saw for Bloodline was just the generic bring back legend stuff. Whereas the Aftermath, Aftermath still stuff, gets frothy rage today. Yeah. And it's and yeah. it's personal. It's it's not just like oh they took the EU it's it's personal against Wendig because he called stuff out on his blog and 
They're like, well, he and anyone who criticizes his book apparently is a homophobe. It's like, no, but if you look at the reviews that he actually calls out are kind of homophobic. So, yeah, just saying. And, you know, if Though, you, if you go to the Amazon page and look at the reviews that haven't been downvoted to oblivion, there's a lot of homophobic shit there. <laughs> there is. Yep. So, so have fun with the doubly gay life debt. I can't wait. Have fun with boys kissing in space. I'm so excited. Does doubling the gay mean twice as many gay characters or the characters that are there are twice as gay? They're going to be... They're going to be twice as many gay characters, so then and they will gay, be twice gay as gay. Yeah, it's going to be gay, gay squared. squared. <laughs> It'll be gay squared. I I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. I'm I w- I was very excited about Bloodline, um, because Leia, of course. But I think I'm most excited about Life Debt because I, I just really I like that Sinjir. core cast. Yeah, and Ray Ray Sloan, all caps. Although I will admit, I still can't picture how Temin turned into Greg Grunberg. <laughs> I can't either. I was rereading Aftermath and I was trying to picture tiny Greg Grunberg and I'm like, I can't do it. I can't. I cannot picture Greg Gun- Grunberg any younger than he was in Felicity. Right? I can't do it. It's like he was born at that age. He's always <laughs> been that age. At least. <laughs> Greg Grunberg came into existence right there. <laughs> exactly. It's like I can't. I never saw Felicity, so the youngest he has ever been to me as far as was on Heroes. Oh, God, yeah. He was oh, like yeah. 30. He came into this world with a husky build and a beard. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I'm so, most looking forward to life debt because I really need some new material for Mr. Bones. <laughs> running, I'm running on fumes with that. Sure. By the way, our last episode of Of Dice and Droids, Tom promised he's going to release a uh, Fantasy Flight Mr. Bones character sheet, and I can't wait to get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dunk, you are notoriously hard to please, so what are you looking for? forward to i just kind of honestly honestly what i really want to know is what the hell is ben's last name <laughs> which is so petty but i'm like is he a solo is he an organa is he a solo organa i want to know i do that, too wait i got it That's ben the sand most ridiculous thing ben what ben sand sand <laughs> <laughs> no they're married are they she said well, are line. they married already yeah, well, she said uh, in Bloodline when Leia had that, she was thinking about when Ben was conceived. It was after their wedding. Oh, was uh, yeah, yeah, it was. Like, yeah, so he's he's not that sublight run. He's not. He's a bastard, but he's not a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Which is interesting because now I want to reread because I I don't think the life debt or not that the aftermath interlude with Han had any references to Han and Leia being married. He thinks about Leia, but he doesn't think about her as his yeah, wife. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. Maybe if they contradict themselves. But yeah. I, I, at this point, I think that's something major enough that they're not going to mess yeah, it up. Yeah, I it's think... Not, put, no, second side characters the in the together with the Han, the Han thing where she says, she says something about how he's been gone for a while already. Yeah. Like, it seems like he, they haven't seen each other since that happened. So he's been gone. So they, they might have gotten married and she got pregnant. During or before aftermath, even yeah, it might have been, been like right now. after. It could have been like right after uh, Shattered Empire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, that that works out. That works out timeline wise because she had her mission with um, what's her face, Shara Bay, and then they they came back and they were all reunited and oh, I love you. So it would make sense for her and Han to like after Leia almost dies, like, all right, let's go 
get hitched and Luke and then Luke goes off with Charbet, gets the force trees, and then he goes off to put them on Deveron, I'm assuming. Um so him leaving would make sense. I, I figured, kinda hope they get married by the Ewoks. I figured it out. Well well <laughs> Wicket, Wicket gave Ewoks. her an acorn, so that could have been a wedding gift. <laughs> See, my thought is if anybody has a courthouse wedding, it's gonna be Han and Leia. Yeah. Not a courthouse. Or, well, couldn't, they would couldn't totally they, have the carry and big wedding. They just have some ship ship captain marry them. Is yeah. that still a thing? Yeah. They could have Chewie marry them. Chewie's not a captain. Okay. Tawn can well, make If you're doing a Wookiee ceremony, it might as well be an Ewok ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's and a double? What if it's Wicket and Chewie as joint ministers? Officiants? Yes, joint officiants. <laughs> Admiral Akbar marries them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it could. it's a trap, Han. <laughs> Is officiating a wedding part of the programming of a protocol droid? Oh. Well, I mean, he what could if, Imagine 3PO doing it. He could do a reprise of the Ballad of King Han Solo. <laughs> oh, no, no, let's leave that one in legend, legend. Uh, 3PO fluent in the um Marriage protocols of over 5,000 customs. Solo. What a man. Solo. <laughs> we tease because we yeah. love. So the <sighs> other the other uh, book question I have is what, what books do we want to see after Empire's End? Because they haven't really announced anything else in that part of the timeline. We know my stock answer. X-Wing? Yeah. And we know my stock answer. Luke? Yeah. <laughs> I basically I want well I want Luke early on when he's like first like rebuilding the Jedi Order I also want the companion book to Bloodline with him and Ben that has to be told one day I'm I'm wondering if we're gonna get a Luke and Ben book after episode 8 I don't think we're gonna get a Luke book till after episode 8 yeah yeah, but I I wonder if we're gonna get if if we're gonna get one after or if they're gonna wait until the trilogy's over yeah I think after 9 I think yeah. after nine, they'll go all in on that story of what uh, actually happened yeah. there. I mean, I, I, I think we're going to get some of it revealed in eight. At yeah. Least. I can see them not touching like Ben's turn, but I can see them doing something earlier on with like Luke and like searching like Jedi ben stuff. First, may, or maybe when Ben first comes. Yes. To, to Jedi training or whatever. Yes. Oh, then you would get into kids. I want to see. I want to see a book of that story of Ben's training and Ben going bad. But before that, I kind of don't want Luke because I like the idea that he was working on it for a while and it wasn't that interesting. Like obviously Nancy would be interested, but like (laughs) if you tell a novel about something, that means that like shit went down. And I want. I kind of like the idea that he's just sort of studying for a while and accumulating. Luke and Nora said, "It's not that librarian." (laughs) I'd read it. <laughs> I mean, they could go on a quest. It could be like the Odyssey, Star Wars style, the actual Odyssey, not the Fate of Jedi Odyssey that we got. Was that a title in Fate of the Jedi? Yeah, no, Fate I mean, it was no. supposed to be the Odyssey. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, still forever bitter that series wasn't a Ben and Luke trilogy. I'm just by Aaron. forever bitter that series. Yeah. <laughs> 
the whole the big the big draw that the reboot has over the EU is that they had a generation the, not just the galaxy but the three of them had a generation of happiness. Yes. Yeah. And the more stories they have to tell, the harder it is to keep that yeah. because stuff has yeah. to start happening yeah. to them. I can see them doing like another um like a young reader book like Weapon of yeah. the Jedi where it's it's Luke kind of just learning about the Force and all that stuff. Well, we yeah, have stuff, stuff like that is one thing. Versions of that at this point, and yeah. one was not good. So you can go either way. Yeah, that's true. What, you're not a fan of pushing noodles with the force? <laughs> Shockingly, in first person. See, that's see, this is like that's exactly what I mean. That is like divorce that from the novel itself. That makes sense. That's a really good like as a construction of what would have happened. I like that a lot, but it didn't make but for a good book. It was. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's it, like really. that book. There was nothing new. There, there was nothing new in air, yeah. in air yeah. to the Jedi. It That's felt the perfect like, example of what I don't want. What to I see want a book is like I want a book like I want this canon's Mindor is what I want basically. <laughs> I think that's gonna be the the, the Ben the Ben and Luke book. I know. God uh, damn it! It's okay. You know, it would be interesting, and what they could probably do with minimal would be, and I is something with within the first order with Brendel mm-hmm. Hux's father, oh, something yeah. like showing the four because we we've seen kind of part because you you can basically invent that out of whole cloth. I mean, we've seen part, you know, we've seen one faction of the first order in Bloodline. But what about, you know, the ones who were actually getting shit done? Yeah. You know, what what's going on there? What's, you know, I mean, we know they're Imperial. I think you could get some really interesting stuff there. Well, I think those are the people that you draw. There's a straight through line from the Admiral, the Fleet Admiral in Aftermath too. Like those are like the more, yeah. the, the people that were already part of the Empire during the OT. Yeah. So I think we can't, they can't do much Assuming of that until after Aftermath is done. The Fleet Admiral doesn't go down doesn't bite it well i think he will but i think they're like they were they were they're that that same like culture subculture of the empire i think mm-hmm. oh yeah i'm not i'm not expecting any of this to, i'm not expecting us to get much at, if anything at, until aftermath's done i mean the fact that aftermath's wrapping up before eight shocked me yeah. i was kind of suspecting they would drag it out longer um yeah. i mean i'm glad they are but um since we brought up the fleet admiral do we want to make predictions Roundtable predictions. Hopes. I think it's more likely that Thrawn will be in Rebels than it will be that he's that he's that guy. Yeah. If, but one that. but one suggests the other. I agree with that. I'm hoping, but I'm not hoping. <laughs> you're hoping, but you're not getting your hopes up. Yes. Okay. Well, what if what if the Fleet Admiral is Hux? No, he he was a he was a what? He, was he was a, a general. He was, he was a commandant, wasn't and he? he was, and he ran an academy yeah, at the same time. Like, I don't see yeah, he, so it's probably not him. He's not high-ranked enough. I mean, and, if you give it 20 years or, you know, even 10 years, and yeah, he becomes a leader, but not if, right If away. it was Hux, though, I mean, he was he was in those Servants of the Empire books. I don't see why they don't just drop his name there, since we already knew that there was going to be a Hux in TFA, too. Oh, yeah, so those are, those are what? Those are during Rebels, so that's... Yeah. What? Five years before A New Hope, so there's yeah. you got maybe, you got maybe a decade there then. Yeah, less yeah. than a decade, but like nine, eight, nine years. Yeah, so maybe he could have risen. You know, I'm just because it has to be someone whose name we're gonna recognize, even if it's not Legends. It has to be someone with a recognizable name. Yeah, otherwise, remember, remember last week when uh, 
on Wednesday when they started saying, oh, we're going to find out who Forrest Whitaker is playing. And then I realized that that was the day Star Wars show was going on and how they, they timed these things on purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We well, find out who the EU character is in Rebels at Celebration. The week before that is when Life Debt comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, and, that, and originally Life Debt was supposed to come out after Celebration. So... Yeah, I'm just saying. I feel is, like they wouldn't. Maybe it's Dash Rendar. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Whoever the, whoever I'm sorry. The nobles, maybe it's it then. Maybe it's Isard. R- Royal Coke can stay in Legends. <laughs> I was really disappointed. I have to say by that, but that's that's a whole other topic, isn't it? By I don't Dash know why. Rendar? By what? By 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 saw you know how we were all we were all we were all like oh maybe it's Dash and then it oh, turned out Sagrera yeah. and I'm like I don't even care about Dash Under. why am I why am I kind of sad <laughs> about this well Kyle Katarn no that's who it was we thought it was oh it was Kyle Katarn yeah. sorry I mix yeah. this is my shame I mix those two up because they are both to me forgettable nothing characters <laughs> who are who are basically muscle bound men for 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 you know see one had only they are. one had only raised one and one into Forrest Whitaker. One yeah. had only one shoulder pad. The other had two. <laughs> the other had two. Oh. I, I, I was going to admit this on Twitter, and then I never did. But yeah, I mixed them up constantly. <laughs> That's okay. I, I mixed them. up Saw Gerrera and uh, Lux Bonteri. I was so. like, freaking Saw And I didn't know, because you know I don't watch Clone Wars. <laughs> I don't care. I'm never going right. to watch Clone Wars. Now we're getting punchy, so let's talk about Rogue okay. One. Okay. <laughs> I got punchy. <laughs> All you have I to do is mention Clone Wars. I, it was Ugh. so funny when that came out. I went, Ugh, I don't care. <laughs> I had a whole entry written that it was Kyle. A whole entry pre-written. I was like, it's going to be Kyle. I know it. And then this, and I, was, I was like, oh, delete. <laughs> Aww. Aww. I was convinced it was Kyle for like an hour. And then someone mentioned Saw. And I was like, oh, it's Saw. Yeah. The second I heard that, it was. It I saw that. Cool. I was like, it probably. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, who? Well, <laughs> we, we might as well start talking about Saw and move him to the top of the list here since yeah, we're already on the side. Yeah, right, sure. he was the big thing. Yeah, so yes. we got, inter- uh, we got um, a bunch of news from Entertainment Weekly. Um, the first thing they did was they released character names, which, yay, we can talk about people and not call them Kate Guy. Um, so, but then Forrest Whitaker was the last one, and it was like, question mark, question mark, question mark. But we've you've seen this character before, but not in this way. Blah blah blah. Star Wars completionists will recognize him. Yeah, so which which led <laughs> By to EW standards. Yeah, which led. <laughs> That's where we went wrong. Yeah, which led to Coop. Was it you theorizing or someone else? I, I saw it from you, but I think it was someone tweeting at you who theorized what? that it was Kyle. Was it he? I thought. Was- I, th- I thought. I someone mentioned it to me, and I thought about it. I was like, you know, that would be cool, and I thought. That seemed like within the realm of something that Gary Widow would have heard of. Yeah. So I, I didn't really, I didn't believe, I didn't necessarily think it was going to happen, but I said like, okay, this is what my vote is for. Like, that's what I'm hoping it is. Yeah. But then a little while later, someone said Saw, and the second I thought of Saw. Yeah. Kind of I would have liked it for, because it would have been an interesting tie-in to like all the old stealing the Death Star plan story, and it would have made people mad, which, yeah, you, you know. You said it best. <laughs> it would have pissed off all the right people. Yes, it would have pissed yeah. off all the right people. Um, but it sadly, it was not. 
Calacatarn and or his beard. It was instead Saw Guerrera. Who uh, I had confused with Lux as well. Yeah, so Saw is uh from the Onderon arc of the Clone Wars. Um and they spared him instead of his sister, which everyone likes. Yeah, better. see that's that's all I knew. I yeah. was like I, I knew Stella because she died and people were like po- yeah. people post picture. I never heard of this guy before. Yeah. Before that that started. And I was like, uh uh-huh. So now I have to watch I have to watch this arc again. But no, you don't. <laughs> All I remember about that whole story is Ahsoka teaching them how to roll a thermal detonator as in exact distance. Yeah. Yeah. Their big rebellion skill is yeah. how to measure wow. your throat. But um I yeah, like last more. Yeah. I I I didn't really care about him in Clone Wars, but I like the idea of him. And I like the idea of his character. Well, as we being... also we did we did learn that he was created by George Lucas. Yeah. For the uh, the, the the series, the Ooh. live action series Ooh. that never happened. Let's talk about why we're happy that series never uh, happened. Do we <laughs> have to? Do we oh, have to? Sorry, I have to bring it up. Uh, Can we not? Uh, uh, I, like I said on Twitter, I prefer to just pretend I never heard about it because I feel like I can't help but think this okay. is one of those things where well, if we knew more of the context, well, it, it, I, it's not really what it's For those of the like. people who didn't, who didn't, who are listening and who didn't read this article, you're lucky. But um, apparently there was some interview with one of the Writers who had worked no, or, or it was so, a game. A, he was he worked at LucasArts for like a oh, year. Okay, and so he, he got to read scripts. So right. he he might not be the best. Here's the thing: this guy might this guy sounds like a total gamer, bro, and he might not be the best <laughs> to present. And he gla- and as far as we know, he glanced at something. He didn't sit yes. down for hours and read over. Like he got to look through yes. something. So there's a lot of. Uh, we might not be hearing this from the most, yeah, which is which is why I don't want to like go too far with complaining about it because we really it's hard to know where to. But it's we can a, at least it's such a crazy idea that I don't want to. We can go at least all mock exactly the concept. True. Yeah, like Palpatine yeah. being spurned by a woman is the most MRA Gamergate bullshit I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't like, care. Well, He'd kill this, her and the move ultimate on with evil his life. in the universe is that way because some woman was mean to him once. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? If it took place after Revenge of the Sith, how does that even make sense? Well, right? well I assume it would have been... Well, what, what got me started to think about Plagueis and how... And I started looking at the timeline of the Plagueis novel because, remember, it was canceled. Yeah. For a while. And I wondered if it had something to do with this. If Because if you look... You know, when I remember the Plagueis novel, which I you know put me to sleep, but what I remember of it, Palpatine basically shows up and he's already evil. So maybe you're looking at a teenage Palpatine... Mm-hmm. Like they do flashbacks, but in the context of the TV show. Yeah, I'm not sure cool? how. I'm wondering if this this woman is introduced and maybe a story is told that she's she's the one who turned pal. I can't say she evil. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm wondering if this is like this is a part of this woman's legend and not the truth. Mm. But it could be that you know maybe she was his high school sweetheart or something, and you know she broke his heart. Maybe it could be something that she true. tells she tells people to make herself seem cool. Exactly. And maybe it's something that she, because I assume this woman, you know, she's a woman at this point and she's, yeah. Man, I, 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 that would make so much more sense. But if this was a thing, I wouldn't be surprised if they played it straight, which is why yeah. we're moving on because I don't want to live in MRA Star Wars. Land. It would have been more interesting if he had had his heart broken by a guy. Just saying. <laughs> The, oh, but yeah. then, but then you get into the point where you know the ultimate evil is is a gay man. That's true. It's bad too. So why don't we just say Sheev's just thank, he's a bad dude? No one knows why. Thank God we didn't have that show. 
But anyway, yeah, Saw Gerrera came, <laughs> came from that show. Let's go back to Saw. He came from that show. Uh, didn't use him, so they took him to use in Clone Wars. And um, so he's basically a rebel extremist. Uh, he was mentioned in Bloodline um, when Ransom and uh, Leia are arguing as they want to do in that book. Uh, about Saw Gerrera's extremists and if she condoned those actions. So I'm really interested in the idea of a faction of rebels who, like, Bail Organa and Mon Mothma are kind of like, ugh, God, we have to <laughs> help. Why? Don't say you're rebels. Go. No, no. Just go and Doesn't do something. Actually, this sound familiar. You know, not all rebels. Not all rebels. Not all Legends fans. <laughs> yes. <laughs> The EW article made it sound like there was a specific falling out, like something happened and they like wanted they they like, threw him out. Yeah. Of the like with Garnbell, some civilians got uh, yeah. got like, in. The- like with Bell Iblis, yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah, Bell Iblis is one of those characters that's been on the fence for me in terms of do I want him back or not. And I feel like if he's if he's like the new version of Bell Iblis, I'm okay with that. Yeah, as more yeah. more diverse, more interesting, yeah. longer history. And the other question I had is, can we assume now that Catalyst is about him? I'm actually torn on Catalyst. It's, I think it's either about him or about uh, Galen or so. Mm. Yeah, I think I think that or Possibly. I think he's more likely than Maze or than Saw. I, I love the name Galen continues in Star Wars. It, <laughs> yes. it lives another. It lives another millennia. Yeah. But yeah. There's nothing wrong with the name. Just certain characters with the name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what's yeah. wrong with Galen Azamine? Is that his name? No, Seriously? it's Galen Merrick. There's oh. also a Galen Azamine in the X Men oh, game. Yes, Never mind. Yeah. I know. I know. I just uh, there's a lot of Galens. I think maybe we need to learn more of a lesson from Aftermath and not assume that it's about any of the main characters. True. Yeah, that's like true. It could, be, could... it could be that one of them is like Bodhi Rook is a minor character in it and that's mm-hmm. that. And it sort of ties into the Death Star plans plot. I want it to be about Mon Mothma. Well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Why not? Maybe it's about the dude Mon Mothma ta- is, is, is hanging out with in the oh, yeah. room. Is Jan that... Dodonna hanging there in the background? Is that clear? No. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> um... Okay, so then we've got Jin, who we knew about before, um, but uh, we know now that her dad is also in the story, which we kind of also knew because he's the new Quiox, oh, <laughs> with less feathers. Yes. Less feathers, thank God. Well, also, you know, they haven't shown a picture yet. What's the other dude's yeah. name? Bevel Lemelisk. Oh god! Yeah, my theory, my theory is we haven't seen a picture of him because he's got one of those eye things like Bevel. Yeah, I think I think you're right because that is so, like that is so like like, I kind of Star Wars scientist. So Star Wars like '90s Star Wars, you know the whole the whole shoulder pad thing, the whole reason we were expecting him to be Kyle. He's full of pockets. Yeah. (laughs) Star Wars is presented by Rob Leefield. Yeah, but I'm I'm interested in how. I'm interested in the fact that Jin has been on her own from the age of 15, and yet her dad is a part of the story, which leads me to wonder, was he captured by the Empire, or is he, like, just, they just estranged and then end up meeting again, and yeah, it's it's. it's or maybe her, you know, maybe her and her mother took off. Yeah. 
Or he sent you know, her off as the Empire said you can't yeah. have a family and work for us at the same time and get yeah. rid of these people. Or you know he, he knew that the Emperor would use his family against him and he sent them into hiding that's somehow. Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm yeah I'm looking forward to learning more about them and also like the fact that he is he's he has information that both sides want. Um, mm-hmm. They can. But I'm, so I want to know. We kind of passed Jim, but I want to know what she, the thing said that she not only is she like sort of not quite a rebel. Mm-hmm. She gets she gets like arrested by the rebels. What is yeah. what do you have, what does a private citizen have to do to get arrested by the rebellion? Of all I the know. stuff they have to worry about, why would they take some? Why would they take a prisoner? I want. Yeah. Did she like stumble across something? Yeah. I wonder. Like maybe you know she's. Was I don't she know. Spying, but not for the empire, just for herself, or you know, maybe she's a petty thief, and you know she's trying to steal something, and she ends up. She's you just know. you know trying to stay one step. Ahead of the bread line. <laughs> no, that's yeah. Ezra. Right, right, right Ezra. Uh, that's not. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I am very excited to learn more about them, and uh, I will just say now and not talk about it again that why while I am very glad to see that there's a lot of diversity in Rogue's one Rogue One's cast. I am not happy that there's only one main female character and was really hoping it wouldn't be Smurfette Syndrome. But of course, when we saw the cast photo, it kind of figured out what it would be. And that doesn't mean you can you can praise one part, one thing and still criticize another. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing. It's really the <laughs> textbook example of intersectionality. Like there was yes. a point where I didn't really get what that word meant. And that's the perfect illustration of exactly what it is. Like right? you, can, you can get one or you can get the other. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and so then we've got uh, Captain Cassian on Andor, uh, who is Daniel Luna. That is such a romance novel name. It I'm is, sorry. right? Cassian. <laughs> oh, Cassian, I love you. So much fic is going to be written. So much fic. I'm, I, I hope there's, I, I'm torn because I do like, I do like a good ship, but I'm also kind of hoping there is nothing. Be- yeah, but I, I well no I do hope there's a ship but not between Jin and Cassian, um, he's not Biggs Coop I'm sorry. Yeah I'm I'm starting to I'm starting to think he might not actually be Biggs. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's undercover. Biggs undercover yeah. Um yeah he seems like kind of like the standard straight laced intelligence dude, which means I'm probably gonna like him. <laughs> I think he'll be the first to die. Aww. Or I said it. Aww. No. Aww. They're all going to die. They all are going to die. Let's be real here. There's no way Saw Gerrera makes it out of this movie alive. No. <laughs> no there's no way uh, Cape Guy makes it out alive. Saw oh, doesn't he's going to get Vader. First. I think he gets killed by Vader at the end. I think Saw doesn't survive the first act. Yeah. I think he's the warden. Yeah. He's, like the, he's, he's the, the, he's the Obi-Wan. He's the Obi-Wan. Yeah. He, he's the sacrificial shit's real. There's seven, I mean, yeah, just judging by his lines in the trailer. Um, so then we've got Chirut and Baze, who... <sighs> Chirut is probably the character I am most interested in, yeah. in finding more out about. Yeah, because I want to know, is he Force-sensitive, or is he just, like, I don't, like a I, Church I, of the Force guy? I, I, I think he's just, he's... On, yeah, I think he's a Church of the Force guy. I think, or someone with a similar philosophy. I don't know if they'll introduce the Church of the Force this early. Yeah, although it would make sense for them to do it. 
Um, yeah, it's, it's been established as something that's existed all along, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, if I think he definitely has some around. connections to that. And I think they're, they're going to fill in a couple blanks, maybe. Yeah, however, from- if he if he is force sensitive, I have always loved the idea of these non-affiliated light side acolytes. Yeah. And it would make me oh so happy if he was. Well, I like that more if he's not sensitive. Yeah. Yeah, true. I mean, if you think about it, it's like it's kind of like the opposite of Han where he's like around all these force users and just like, oh, God, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) But he's got this like even Han has this like luck that borders on magical. Yeah. Like you say, oh, so solo luck is the easy way to hand wave it, but really, yeah. like that's the force. And it's also, I, it's also, I'm kind of hoping that he's not force sensitive because we have Kanan now, and I don't want to see like the same. We don't sort need of, two blind Jedi. Well, I don't like it's you know if he's using the force to overcome blindness, like it's kind of like okay, we're going to see that with Kanan. And I don't want it to seem like, oh, you have to overcome the disability with the Force, you know. Rather, he just is well, we'll with get. It. I think we'll, we might get that story with Kanan, but yeah. Troop's already long since. Yeah, that's that. that's a good he's, point. He's got, he's, whatever he is, he's already like, can handle himself. Yeah. Yeah. But and, the question is how well, how well he handles himself would determine whether or not he has to be sensitive, I think. Like if he's really, really good, he kind of needs to be. Yeah. Because I can only I can only buy a blind guy being that good. Well, then, but he also has uh, Baze with him, and they call him his Force Doubting Protector. And I am all aboard the ship train for these dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I I read that, and I was like, oh man, they are never going to confirm it in the movie, but they're so gay. <laughs> And I'm but if like, Trude is like Mr. Magoo and he's just sort of stumbling through battles and Baze is knocking guys down around him, so he thinks he's Aww. pretty. Well. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I saw that and I'm like, all right, Disney, if you really want to do the whole LGBT character that you're saying that you're gonna do, here's, here's your chance. But they're, I mean, it's if they haven't even confirmed Kanan and Hera are freaking together, they're not gonna do it with two guys who are not main characters, but. Well, that's, I think that's a whole different thing. It's my story and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, so, yeah. Kan- I think in the end, you know, Kan Kanan and Hera have a lot are gonna have a lot more screen time over overall. Yeah. So it it is kind of silly that they're they're kind of playing that the way they are, but yeah, there's I think there there are there are a number of like of broader reasons to leave that ambiguous with Kanan and Hera. Yeah. So you can people because then people can interpret it how they want, but the movie True. is kind of like that it's that that's it. It's yeah. its own little thing. True. Um, so yeah, I, I, I love that picture of them sitting on the beach where Chirut's looking up at the sky and Baze is looking at him like, what the hell is wrong with you, dude? <laughs> it's such a great picture. Uh, and then we've got Bodhi, who's the pilot and we don't know much about him yet, except that he's pilot. So I'll probably like him. <laughs> Please don't he's, get him. He's got my favorite name. Yeah, yeah. he has the best name, I think. Definitely. Yeah, and he's gonna get some rebar through the chest. Oh God! No, uh, no, I'm come on throwing this. Out. They're all getting rebar through the chest, <laughs> metaphorically or otherwise. Metaphorically, <sighs> yeah, right. Um, Everyone here is a marked man or woman. Yeah, I'm interested because they call on the group's pilot, uh, but they make it seem like he—it's just he's more of like a freighter pilot. Um, I do want to know if we're ever going to get anyone flying X-Wings and if he's going to do it or if... Well, they sort of... I mean, they didn't confirm that, but the one 
the one of the reshoot stories said that they wanted more pilot or cockpit shots. Yeah. And there was that crash X-wing in one of the photos. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then after Bodhi, we've got uh, K2SO. Uh, K2 is the droid, which is uh, motion mocap by Alan Tudyk. Yay, Alan so Tudyk! So he gets Rebarther's chest. <laughs> in every role. Yeah. Yes. I'm um, just glad he's not playing a racist SOB in this movie. Oh, God, well, yeah. Well, the droid might be racist. What if the droid is racist? That would be hilarious, though. That actually <laughs> probably would be funny. No, HK Alan Tudyk racist in? Um, uh, 42, 42. The Jackie oh, Robinson know. baseball movie. He was oh, vile be. in that movie. T- like, I was, I was like, Alan Tudyk, stop saying those awful things. <laughs> I can't see these words coming out of Wash's mouth, please stop. Yeah. K2 is my bet for Survivor. I think it's going to be like I5 and Shadow Hunter. He he gets his memory wiped or something and he survives and goes on to work with the Rebellion, but he doesn't remember anything. Oh. Yeah, I I like that they have a droid because I feel like every Star Wars movie or show or property needs a new droid. I think that's was the pro- main problem with the prequels, not anything else, just that they didn't have a new droid. <laughs> because oh, it, Grievous. That's, yeah, that, but that wasn't until the last movie. He's a cyborg. Yeah. It's different. But then, you know, you've got Chopper and Rebels, you got BB-8 and TFA, and now you've got a K2 and Rogue One. So, yeah. Bring on the droids. And he's sarcastic. He is sarcastic. I know. I'm we, hoping we never, we've, we've had so many of those in the other stuff, but the movies have never really done that. Yeah, I'm hoping it's he's he's very HK forty seven like. And they also said that he has something to atone for too, like Jin. Which I'm like, what the heck does a droid have to atone for? He used to be an Imperial droid, about. Yeah, it seems like the easy way. Didn't they? Didn't they? Didn't they say he was an Imperial model at some point? I think Maybe. so. It's. I mean, he look. He looks like it. Um. He kind of reminds me of the one the. Chopper's partner, that guy. <laughs> right. Oh, yes. Oh, uh, yes. Sever Snape. Droid. Yes. Snape droid. Yeah. Um, and then finally, or not finally, but we've got director Orson Krennic, aka Cape Guy. <laughs> First off, Orson. I, Orson, I laugh at that every time. <laughs> Orson. 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 I can't. I don't know whether I think of Scott Card or Wells. <laughs> I think that's the sign of a good Star Wars cast when there's one real name. Yeah. 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 But not like a super common name. Just a- Yeah. So I will be more surprised if this dude lives than if he dies. Oh, come on. He is going to get <laughs> so Vadered. Yeah. Like, let's say for the sake of argument, Vader doesn't kill him in the story. He still is the guy who lost the plans and the Death Star gets destroyed in the next movie. I hope that. So he, if he didn't, if Vader doesn't kill him, Palpatine yeah, if, kills him afterwards. Well, if Vader doesn't kill him after that all goes down, he probably. Kills Take, himself. He probably kills himself to avoid getting vadered. Yeah. He does. He uh, does the Inquisitor. Pulls the Inquisitor. He goes out like Tarkin. Yeah. He pushes rebar through his own chest. That's the that's the pile of rebar. That's yeah. going to be the episode title, by the way. Rebar through the chest. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Uh, I would. I really want to see like where. Like I don't even want to see Vader kill him. I just want to see like. Vader appear at the end of the hallway and Krennic is just trapped there with nowhere to go and Vader just advances on him and then the door shuts and that's all you need to see. Yeah. yeah. They'll show it. Yeah. Um nowadays people will they'll be like truthers who say you still have it. Yeah. So, yeah. Speaking of truthers, we'll get there. Um but um 
yes, I like his capes. <laughs> and I like he definitely has has some great cape style. Great cape game. Excellent cape game. I re- I love the idea that he's like a hot-headed Tarkin and that he's trying to prove himself. Like I just love the whole like I more than the whole imperial court thing I like the imperial scheming and them all trying to prove each other. Cuz it's like that's one of the reasons I like uh Sinjir so much is because he's like yeah, I had to report on all these people that I served, and I realize how crappy the Empire is because we're all trying to, you know, usurp each other. I could not believe my eyes when that article used the phrase palace intrigue. Yeah. <laughs> not, not only is it like laser focused yeah. on Jay's exact desires, yeah. but that's like such that's such an EU thing to me. The idea that he had that because the, the court guys are in Jedi, but you don't do, see them do anything. So the yeah. idea that there's all this backstabbing at the next level down is such a is such something that was I always saw, saw it as coming from the EU so to see that in a movie is pretty cool yeah yeah um well so there is going to be more time with Mon Mothma um she's kind of like leader of the rebellion at this point yeah, that's which, the longest casting call ever yeah <laughs> but yeah I'm uh I'm glad to see more of my mothma i i'm glad they're giving her more meat because i'm you know along with padme i'm bummed they cut her role from revenge of the sith uh i wish she had been in the prequels more and she wasn't even really in clone wars very much and she hasn't popped up in rebels which i've been wanting her to so um i think that's a function of just the rebellion being so scattered at this point and that's and they've said i mean this is rogue one is kind of you know the success of rogue one and a new hope is what gets them kind of to unite yeah so that's an interesting question though is is how how long is rebels going to go on are we going to get to this point in rebels where the groups join up together well, timeline-wise, it's present it's progressing fairly far. Yeah, I think like they're a good year at least ahead. I think. I mean, I think that they said in the last Rebels Recon that we are going to see more of the formation of the actual rebellion. Okay. Uh, Did they also mention they're doing a little bit of a time jump to I get to the next well, season? There's a rumor that so. the models change, but I don't okay. think that for sure. That would imply. Okay. I mean, that would imply two things. That would imply Ezra has a growth spurt, and that would imply that. We jump past the whole Kanan learning how to be blind thing, and by the time we see him, he's actually got a handle on it. Yeah, um, yeah, and I also am really hoping that I don't think it's going to happen because we haven't heard about it yet. But I'm hoping it's just like we haven't heard about it because it's going to be a surprise. But with the, I really want Jimmy Smith to be in the movie <laughs> at least for like a second cameo. I mean, that wouldn't be too hard to just whisk him in there while no one noticed, and then. Get yeah. about. Well, because yeah, I mean, like perfect, that's a good. That's a perfect thing to just do. And no not one, no one called that. I don't. I don't. I hadn't heard any rumors about my Mothma being in the movie. Nope. And then she showed. No, there was nothing. Yeah. So. So I, if they can do that with Mon Mothma, they can get Jimmy Smith in and out. Yeah, especially Jimmy Smith has a higher profile though. That's. Yeah. But on the if, but on the other hand, who's looking for Jimmy Smith other than us crazy yeah. superfans? And I don't. And think if he's, he's just if he's like by himself on Alderaan in a quick scene, like I like the scene like that that painting that yes. Chris Chubb is painting of him hugging Leia before she leaves, like oh. they could do that shot. They don't necessarily in like a stock stage in L.A. one in one day. Yeah, exactly. They don't yeah. even need to yeah. get him out to Pinewood for that. They could yeah shoot that anywhere. Yeah. Um, and then of course we're getting Vader because <laughs> duh, oh, duh. <laughs> duh. 
That's the biggest, uh, you know, writing around the whole Vader thing. I didn't think it was a spoiler. I still don't think, you know, it was kind of fun. But I'm like, thank God this is finally out because I'm sick of pretending that people are stupid. Yeah. I mean, that's why I don't do news. This is one spoiler. (laughs) That's why we're increasingly getting out of it on the blog. This is one spoiler where I think if you didn't think that Vader was going to show up, you're it's like, I mean, they're using him in Rebels, which is a cartoon, which can get away with having original characters more. But this is a movie which takes place in the original trilogy, and you're not gonna have Vader. It's like yeah, you what's the yeah. what's the cameo I've, that's gonna carry the most weight in Rebels? It's Vader, and of you don't it's need Vader. to get the same. The only the only person you need to get back to do to do Vader is James Earl Jones. Yeah, and you just have him and record can, lines that, from anywhere. Yeah. yeah, again, uh, find the find the recording studio that's closest to wherever James is now, and just bring him there. Or and how, if, wasn't wasn't um Anthony Daniels doing his lines for Clone Wars from home? I think so. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Or yeah. I mean, and Either even if it and even if it ever comes to the point where he can't do the voice, like he's busy or whatever, take take clips from all the other things he's done and just mash them oh. together. Like even you don't even just record. They had to record him reading the whole dictionary. Well, yeah, you don't even need his voice. Just throw the breathing in, and you're done. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'll be surprised if he has a lot of lines in this in this movie. Cause the, he's the thing about Vader, the idea of Vader being a spoiler for me, it's not even about, oh, they had to use him. I think that there was, there was, it would have been easy to do a version of the story that he's not in for a variety of reasons. Mm-hmm. But what's unrealistic is the idea that if he was in it, they wouldn't have spoiled it by the time the movie came out. Like, it would be in all the, adver- the merchandising and the advertising. Oh, and yeah. The- that's, that's why I think they, they, I mean, this is the first major. Yeah media thing yeah he was going to be out first wave of whatever media they did oh yeah so it's, it's, actually, it's reasonable to not think he was going to be in it it's not reasonable to think that you wouldn't have that this is the spoiling of it because we would you would have found out no matter what oh yeah anyway. well you know yeah I, I am at the end of my rope with people who are who are freaked out about stupid spoilers like this where it's so obvious yeah I, okay and even if not that the official thing here and as we look constantly like to remind people if it's from an official source, it's not a spoiler. It's so, not a deal. And yeah, it's you know, I'm just I'm I know that we have years of this ahead of him, and I know I'm <laughs> freak out on someone at some point. Only once a year for the rest of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> just, oh my god, learn what a spoiler is. If you can't handle spoilers, get the fuck out of fandom. <laughs> That's I'm our sorry, one I'm F-bomb get off of the show. Twitter. It's, get I mean, off like, of Twitter. Get I off of Facebook. not wanting to know anything, but don't follow Club Friggin' Jade if yeah. you don't want to know about I'm not going to dance around shit like this where, of course, Vader's going to be in the... I mean, I remember I wrote... Okay, so I wrote a story about Rebels. You know, what can we expect from Rebels? We knew nothing about Rebels but the title. And I'm like, oh, Vader. Vader and Tarkin. Duh. So yeah, so when people were like, "Oh my god," you know, when we were, when when Lucasfilm released the news that Vader was in the surf season finale, uh-huh. like no shit. Yeah, I mean, okay, no <laughs> duh speculation isn't a spoiler. Yeah, stuff from official sources aren't spoilers. If that is what you're considering spoilers, I'm sorry, it's on you to avoid yeah. it. Plot points are spoilers, like saying there's a they're saying there's a fight on a beach is not a spoiler. Yeah. Saying, saying Saw Gerrera dies is a spoiler. Saying Kylo Ren is Ben Solo and Ben Solo kills Han Solo before the movie comes out, that's a spoiler. That's a spoiler. Yes. 
Yes. And yes. if anyone, we'll if any stuff. one of you clowns spoils who the fleet admiral is in Life Dead, I will find you. Because that's <sighs> a spoiler. Well, you'll have you'll have the book before me, so. I will not spoil you. What well, the thing that Rebels did that annoys me is not like I don't mind knowing, oh, Tarkin is gonna be in this season, Orlando is gonna be in this season. Like I don't mind knowing that it's coming, especially when it's a pretty obvious one like Tarkin. Yeah. But I hate that they would come out with a big article about it like the week before that episode aired. I would at least like it's one thing to know it's coming. It's another thing to know to watch go into the episode. Like, okay, any second now, here he comes, here he comes. Like, I'd rather at least stumble upon it. I over feel the, of the season, and I, then after that episode, I think my problem, my problem with the way they announce the the like cameos and stuff is that they don't give I, for me. It's that they don't give you enough notice. It's like, oh, hey, next week we get Leia, and it's like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> like mm-hmm. that. I feel like that's something I need like build up to and not just like oh well, you, need, you need to psychologically prepare yourself yes. for a Leia cameo yes I do but it's more just like it's more anticipation like and it makes it more of a like for someone like that I feel like that's something they should talk about like you know oh yeah Leia's gonna be in this season like that's a big huge freaking deal you know that's there's something of, there's something about Rebels that I just don't mind spoilers with it as much even, oh, even I not don't real spoilers, but I don't I, even thing, with Rogue One, I'm not either. Like I was very anti TFA spoiler, but not with Rogue One, well, I'm kind of like we had, eh. we had no idea what the hell TFA was going to yeah, be. Yeah, that's the thing. Is I wanted to go into it cold, but like Rogue One, we know what to expect. And I, at the same time, like when the first time, the first time that I got to experience like a fresh cameo in Rebels was with Lando came back in the. In the the mid season, the yeah. siege of Lothal, like that was fun because we like it wasn't really a huge surprise, but you didn't know it was coming, and that was I enjoyed that. Like that was the first moment where I really appreciated. Like, see, it's nice to not know everything right before. It I happens. wish we hadn't known about Hondo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's not a spoiler, but you don't. I don't think it was it really going to help the that's viewership. That's why I kind of episode. I kind of hope if if Bail Organa is in the movie, it's not. Like we don't know about it beforehand, yeah, because I can like, see that. because like the thing with like no one knew about my Mothma and then the trailer came out and everyone was like holy sh-. and like I love all those the compilations of people's reactions to Mon Mothma. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> boy, did yeah. we think we'd be getting that twenty years ago? No. <laughs> and how many of them were bothering jokes? Yeah, right. Oh God, yeah. But yeah, we get you know if Jimmy Smith's like pops to the movie, Al, you know everyone's gonna be like. Ah! And the thing about Jimmy Smiths is you can just get Jimmy Smiths. It's not like with Carrie Fisher where, you know, you can't have Carrie Fisher play Leia. Yeah. At, you know, 19. It's not going to work. But Jimmy Smiths. Yeah, it totally you know, works to get Jimmy yeah. Smiths and just only, drop I it mean, in there. Yeah. He's, it's, yeah. it's 10 years after ten years the prequels. Just yeah. gray is, I mean, I don't know. I it's close enough. Google and him. it's not. It's debatable whether he was playing his real age 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, well, any of the, any of the prequel people, you can just draw. That, that that's why you know that's another reason why I kind of I kind of start rolling my eyes. At, you know, the, oh, the prequel, they, they're ignoring the prequels. The prequels, I mean, for stuff like this, they just drop them in there. You can bring back, you can bring back. You know, I know everyone's pissed that they're not bringing back Ewan yet, but you can do that. You have mm-hmm. we have we have ages. Yeah, you have like twenty years. Where. Where we can bring him back. Yeah, I mean, There's no rush. They're dropping prequel references and characters into new media all the time. I oh, mean, constantly. It, I mean, if you're upset that they're not 
doing more prequel era media, well, it's mm. not going to happen. You had, you had 15 yeah, years. You, you had okay? 15. You had more time with your era than anyone else did. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I have to interrupt because we have a first on the podcast. The cat has jumped into my lap. <laughs> oh, she wants to talk. You want to talk? I don't know if you can hear her purring, but she's purring. Oh. Um, yeah, I just Googled. Get her to say, I like that Wookiee. <laughs> yeah, right? I like that Wookiee. <laughs> Maz, do you like that Wookiee? She's staring at me. Having a, having a cat with that name in your daily life, do you tend to say Maz or Maz? Because I used to say Maz until the movie. I say Maz. Because it's really hard to say Maz. I say Maz because I, and then I, call, but I usually, I call her Mazzy. I don't, <laughs> like when I'm calling her, it's easier. Like, it, um, but yeah, I Google Jimmy Smith's and, uh, you know, circa 2016, just put a little, put a little more gray in his hair and total better. So yeah, just some, just for men, touch of gray. We're good. We're good. Big sweater. Golden. <laughs> Perfect. All, all three in knitwear. Cape. Yeah. And then, and for Leia, like for Leia, just show her from the back. Yeah. If you want to, if you really want to show her. If they Leia. do a Leia, yeah. I mean, just show her from the back. Well, I feel like we're getting to a point buns. where we're a few years away from if they want to do that, they could just like, like say they want to do you win, mm-hmm. but they want to make it set a couple of years before A New Hope so we should look more like Ella Guinness, they could just like think about young, young, um, what's his name in Ant Man? Oh, yeah. They could, see, oh, they could, yeah. Take, an, they could take one actor and see okay. them slightly. Into However, like, I could see them actually blurring the line. That was, that was, that, that was like, what, a five minute scene? Yeah. But I don't know if you could do a whole, a whole feature the, length on the, that. Yeah. The, the part, the stuff with Robert Jenny Jr. in Civil War was really creepy. <laughs> yeah, that was. I, think that was. I wonder if they deliberately made that a little creepy. That was. Yeah. It's creepy. It's, cre- it's cre- more creepy the more you know the person the way they yeah, normally. That, that like was if, you, if he was a random actor they did that too. I don't think you would have even noticed. That was the bottom of the uncanny valley discomfort yeah, I think, there. I think they did that deliberately because because it was in you know it was in the movie it was. A simulation. Yeah. So I, th- I think they deliberately made that one a little creepy. True. Whereas, because because with with Michael Douglas, you just it was Michael Douglas. Yeah. I mean, but the we've, um, all, we've grown up watching you know eighties Michael Douglas and various yeah. movies. That was Michael Douglas. Yeah. If they if they need they they don't even need to like de age you in because he doesn't age. So. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, now that I think about it, this was a theory I had about young Han Solo at one point. Like, there was a rumor that he has a cameo in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. I think what if, like, if they the, the logic I could see, I don't necessarily want to see that happen, but the logic of that I could see would be okay if the guy that they have playing him at like nineteen or whatever to establish that he's that character. Now they could do a scene closer to a New Hope with that actor and either make up or CG him so he so he looks a little more Harrison Ford like mm-hmm. circa a New Hope. I really hope they don't have him. In so you Rogue see, one. like, a, so there's like a, a, a gradation from who he is as a young man to Harrison Ford, and really they could use Rogue One as like a midpoint. I just really hope. Yeah, that was they just, need to give him. They, a lift I was just thinking shoes. out loud. <laughs> uh, Boy, uh, we went really far off the show notes. We there. did. Yeah. Where are we now? Uh, I don't know. Pictures. I recognize that tree. What? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Gilmore Girls. Oh. Uh, there's they should make Young Han Solo a Lego movie. Pictures of Stormtroopers. I'd be down with that. I would totally be down with the that. Star Wars Lego movie? Yes. Yeah. I mean, if it's anything Forget like... the video games. Just make a Lego movie. If it's movie. anything like the Lego movie, it's going to be the best Han Solo we've ever gotten. Oh, yeah. It could yeah. be like 
like the Freemaker Adventures. It, like the gist of the story could be canon, but I wouldn't have to worry about. I haven't watched. It could still be ridiculous, and no one would care. No one would care. Okay, the one picture I really want to talk about is the Death Trooper with the with the holding the toy. Oh, the doll. Yes. <laughs> I just started seeing that scene for Mulan in my head. <laughs> would you like to demonstrate for us? Uh. No. <laughs> I don't know what song you're thinking of. No, that scene, not oh, song. Oh, scene. I don't know what scene you're thinking of. Okay. I haven't seen Mulan in like 15 years. So Same. is this is this the most clever, the most contrived way to uh, do some product placement for well, toys? Well, you, know, you know what kills me is that everyone will be like, where's the doll? And they'll never make a doll. Right. Hey, I mean, I, I, here's what kills me. That, those are those are like set photography. Those aren't actual stills from the movie, I don't think. Mm-hmm. So who's yeah. to say that shot even ends up in the movie? Yeah, exactly. Well, they said. Yeah, remember, remember Leia and the lightsaber? Yeah. yeah. True. True. But it says a lot. Like, I'm less interested in that shot than what it says about the context of the battle. Like, what's been going on and where are they in a civilian area? Yeah. Did, they, did Imperial citizens get killed? Did rebel sympathizers get killed? Is the stormtrooper toy a good a good guy or a bad guy? I'm yeah. also like there's so much there's so much to that about the, like the culture of this area that we never get to see. I'm also really curious about the mechanics of storming a beach when you have spaceships. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're stormtroopers, Nancy. They have to storm something, right? <laughs> yeah. And why is there only why are there stormtroopers when they have a, they have a thing specifically called shore troopers, right? Why are there stormtroopers the ones out in the beach? Well, there are stormtroopers on Endor, even though they have biker scouts, and then they have the white biker scouts, and then they have the like camel biker scouts. So, so is the short is the shore trooper just like in charge? <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. I stopped trying is to there, make sense of the empire. Is there, if anybody, in case anybody has a question about sand? Yes, that no <laughs> Anakin Vader is there for that. <laughs> I want to see Vader show up on the beach and be like, mother. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he sends Cape Guy to the beach. Yeah, he's like, I'm not dealing with that. No. Underling, go. Lord Vader, why are you sending me? I hate hate sand. (laughs) I hate sand. It's rough and coarse and irritating. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. I mean, that is the argument for why he never found Obi-Wan on Tatooine. It is. Good point. I mean, it's a great place to hide. Um, The last bullet we have... The reshoot rumors. Wasn't this supposed to be the whole thing? Uh, yeah, let's. No, nah, we were just joking to get people to listen to us. <laughs> Click baiters. Click Damn right. I. All right, now we have to say something scandalous. Oh, people were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think there's there's two sides. This is the people who who think that. Entertainment Weekly is basically like acting as Lucasfilm's PR and trying to, you know, play it off. And then there's kind of the common sense, which is, yes, all these goddamn movies do reshoots. All of them. I think reshoots got a bad name after Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four and then the suicide and then and then the fact that Suicide Squad started doing them directly after Batman versus Superman. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so everyone's freaking out because, oh, suicide, you know, and there was that rumor that Suicide Squad was too serious and they had to make it funny. It's like, well, if they if they hadn't, you know, why, if they wanted to make it funny, why did they make the first trailer all the jokes? Yeah. You know, well, but yeah, I think it was just kind of, it was part, it was part the environment of this, of kind of the season since then, because obviously with Star Wars, it's not that people, you know, thought 
thought uh, TFA was a disaster, like Batman versus Superman. Um, but it's just, it was just kind of, it just fed into that whole environment. And people hear research and they freak out. I think the, the thing that stands out to me about it, I wanted to sort of defend uh, Jason Ward and how he handled it in light of, because he was sort of the one that came out with 40% of the movie story. Yeah. And that was what threw it off. Like I read, I don't read that site a lot because I avoid spoilers mostly, but I saw that original report and it was that it could not have been more level headed. It was like, it's not, the movie's fine. It's not bad, but you know, they have the money, they have the time. They want to tighten yeah, the things tone, up. See, the they want to make it the best it. movie they can. It was so, so reasonably like he could still have been wrong. He could still like the people that he's hearing from might not have the whole picture. Like how do you even define what 40% of a movie is? Yeah. There's so many different I ways just, you can interpret what that means. Like, like the same as the underworld Palpatine thing about him having the woman. Like there's so many different ways that, that can be misheard or misinterpreted. Like no one knows the whole picture. Coop, you're being so, too, you're being too reasonable. Come on. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. But no, I think he like specifically the original report, it could be whether he's right or not. It was so not. It was so reasonable and level-headed and not fear-mongering. Yeah, not he wasn't. Saying. And people who wanted to shit on the movie used it as an excuse to shit yeah. on the movie. I didn't say, oh, read it's it. Doomed, so it's I don't doomed. Know. It's doomed. But the actual reporting, yeah. you can't. You can't blame any. Like, and on the, on the other hand, I, I would. I totally get people who say EW is just their like their publicity wing. It really is. Like they are not going to do a hard-hitting expose about Lucasfilm having trouble. So no, I get both I do, sides of that. But I both- do think that their point that you can't film 40, refilm 40% of a movie and release in December. When what does that have- even, again, what does that even mean? 40% of the number of shots, 40% of the total running time, 40% of what they shot. Cause like say no they say clue. the original photography they shot, I don't know, 10 hours of footage. I, I don't know if you could that. do 40% of any of those things and release in December. Well, I could yeah. see a scenario. Well, cause they said the, the reshoots are four weeks. Uh, it, it could mean like, that. Well, they, it could weeks. mean maybe we will. They shot ten weeks. They did ten weeks of shooting before, and now it's four weeks. Like it could be forty percent. Could be the real world time. It could be the running time. It could be any number of things, mm-hmm. if it's right at all. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just, I find it so interesting that people freaked out about it when TFA, like you never even, like never even heard about it. <laughs> I mean, I bet and when what we do know now improved the movie yeah, yeah it improved I, the movie a hell of a lot i bet when all is said and done tfa will would have gone will have gone under way more drastic reshoots yeah. than rogue one well did. and it, and it's not even that and a, so a lot of it wasn't even in the category of reshoots it was when they had to move shit around because harrison ford broke his leg they're like all right well we've got these scenes we have to move and i don't like them so let's rewrite them and that's how you got the whole finn and ray scene in the falcon Mm-hmm. which is one of the best in the movie. I think one of the ways that I equated it at the time that it happened was, you know how they the early footage of Leia in TFA, she's got the long ponytail and yeah. they decided to CG it out. Like, imagine if they had decided, oh, we can't do CG, we have to reshoot all of Leia's scenes. That's mm-hmm. like a good, what, 10, 15% of the movie? Yeah. But all they would be doing is taking out a ponytail. Yeah. So they could reshoot a crap load of stuff and it doesn't mean they're changing the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it could that's be a little true. Or, it could you know, be, it could could be Forrest be, Whitaker having a fro now. Yeah. <laughs> it could just be they they want, you know, they 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 didn't the tone of the scene has changed and they need this this they need this them to redo redo the way, you know, a certain piece of dialogue. It could yeah. it could be as simple as that. You know, oh, that you know, this take didn't work and the other takes weren't working either, so we need this specific tone for this, you know, conversation. 
or the existing scene is fine, but they want to add something at the periphery yeah. of it. I mean, I, I think there's another way you can even interpret this as this whole reshoot thing is actually a good sign for Star Wars under Disney's hands because Disney's showing that they will throw money and time into reshooting Star Wars if needed, where other studios would not sink those resources in. Yeah. Or where someone like Lucas might have said, no, it's fine. It's good. I like it this way. Fix it in post. It's a story I wanted it to be. It's fine. Exactly. Yeah. Good. We'll, uh, we'll, get well it I mean, post. it's the same with how long it took J.J. Abrams and Lawrence Kasdan to write the Force Awakens script um, compared to, you know, what Lucas wrote for prequel scripts. You know? Well, too, and too, the prequels did reshoots, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's I mean we've seen, you know, we've done. Yeah. 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 The Obi Wan's bad and beard. Put in you know? Metal droids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you. And you I mean, know, that. You yeah. Every, it's just reshoots are just standard at this point. It's like they're not a reason to freak out. No. And if and if it makes the movie better, like TFA, then yeah, go reshoot. Go for it. I mean, like I I can't imagine someone being like, "All right, we're gonna publish your first draft. You can't edit it." And I'm gonna be like, "What? Are you crazy? No, give it back." Because mm-hmm. I mean, it's you know, you've got a script, you have an idea of what you want the you know what the story is, but as you're filming, stuff changes, and then you make a cut, and you're like oh, we really need something more here, you know, and... And you often can't sense that until you put that first cut together and watch it through. Yeah. And and let's let's go back to... Okay, I hate to bring it up, but the special editions. Look at the added Han scene with Jabba. Uh. See how much of that dialogue re- is repeated in the cantina. Yeah. Well, it's like the cantina was... Yeah, it's, it's like... It's like th- that's redundant. That information was moved to another scene. That's kind of an example of how, you know, the thing kind of things they could be doing. Yeah. So you're saying they're going back and putting more Boba Fett in it. Shut up. Shut up, Coop. No Boba Fett 2016. When, he, when the movie comes out and he's in the background of 40% of the shots. So no. The only <laughs> Boba Fett I want is Robot Chicken or Lego Boba Fett. Those are the only Boba Fett movies I will accept. Period. <laughs> Lego Boba Fett will be in the Lego Han Solo movie. There you go. I'll take I'll, Yeah, I'll. Take it. I'll, I'll take it. I'll do that. <laughs> so yeah, reshoot uh, truthers. Deal with it. It's fine. It's fine. The movie's fine. We're all fine here. Stop freaking out. How are you? I think I just want to say that to people in general. Like, stop freaking out. Like, the the thing that I think the thing that annoys me most about the the BBL folks, it's not necessarily that they like the EU or they want more Legends books. It's that they act like The Force Awakens is the most terrible movie ever and all of the Disney canon is awful and, you know, they've they've betrayed fans and stuff like that because it's like, have you paid attention to the general pop culture mindset of well, it's, it's the world kind of a, because people like TFA in general. It's like a personal victimization like yeah. filter. They're seeing this, oh, you know, this, this stuff that I loved and, you know, it's now gone. And it's, it's like they're not seeing the full picture. They're not able to realize why, you know, maybe why that isn't, why the old EU wasn't sustainable. You can love it. I mean, I have no problem with people loving it, even if I think they have bad taste. Because, let's face it, a lot of people have bad taste. Transformers movies make billions of dollars. (laughs) 
Well, you but, see, you see this with uh, you see this with some militant prequel defenders as well. Same, yes, yes, yes. I was fascinated <laughs> by those people. Fascinated <laughs> by the crazy prequel fans, and I see it's the exact same thing. And that's why I'm kind of I'm somewhat fascinated by the BBL people. I can't believe I admitted that. Um, just, Are you going to write an expose? No, they're no. gonna they're gonna I'm email you now. Effort into it. I, I will say that I, writing an expose about them is a great way to get death threats. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna because I honestly, but just just the depths of which of this victim, this whole victim complex thing, and fan, victim complexes in fandom just piss me. And off. And that you take they you will twist and turn everything to def- yes. like defend like, like the whole like idea of George Lucas no yeah. supporting the EU. It's like. No, you hated him five years ago. <laughs> yeah, there's no point in arguing with them because they'll find, and and I saw this, you know, over a decade, more than a decade with the same, you know, the prequel people, the same mindset. They will find a way to twist it. Yeah, it's amazing that these pretzels I mean, they'll twist themselves like, into, and the sane ones will. You know what the sane ones will do? They'll just stop talking about it. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, yeah. they move on. I mean, it's especially now it just doesn't make sense because you guys won the prequels are still there they're still canon they still matter they're still influencing everything that happens in star oh, yeah. wars my favorite character no longer exists yeah. <laughs> yeah. so you don't need to shit on tfa just because it was well it made a lot of money and was well liked yeah. your thing still is there and it still is foundational to what everything else the is built very on. first line of the Force Awakens references the balance balance of the Force. It's like, Bingo. come on. And one of the main complaints was that there wasn't enough politics. Yeah, come on, you well, won. Well, there wasn't, but okay. <laughs> well, I don't, I'm, I'm not saying that's a wrong. That's wrong. <laughs> but it was a it was a huge complaint. Yeah. And they're like, all right, you dialed back too much. I mean, we yeah, we spent you know we spent we had we had a discussion about the Force Awakens, and that was one of the main things people kept harping on was I want to know you know I shouldn't have to read books to know these things, and it's like well, I'm telling you it's there, but yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's there in the context. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not going to say criticisms of TFA aren't. Warranted. It's Star Wars. There are no perfect yeah, Star there Wars. There are movies. no perfect Star Wars movies. It's there are valid criticisms out there, but you don't have to go out of your way to shit on what is by all means a good film. Yeah. I'm and yeah, I, I and I know that people are gonna do the do the same thing with Rogue One. They're gonna be like, We had this story already, it was better, blah 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 blah. Yeah, no, yeah, it, five happens. versions of the story. Yeah, right. As it happens, our article tomorrow is about confirmation bias. Nice plug. <laughs> and that's basically what the Rogue One thing boiled down to is that there this on a, on a superficial level, this seems a movie like a movie that's very much geared to people who didn't like TFA, who are looking for more old school EU styled Star mm-hmm. Wars stuff that's more revolved around the old trilogy and those old designs and stuff like that. And so people need to find a reason to harp on it. And the second they heard the, Oh, there's reshoots. Finally, something I can use to reinforce my perspective that Disney is ruining star Wars. Interesting. So in, in, in the absence of any actual information about the movie, they can just use that to reinforce what they want to believe, which is that star Wars has been ruined. Yeah. Or just people who are paranoid. Yeah. Cause I think, I think you saw a lot of freaking out about this from people who actually like TFA and because it's, it's uncharted territory. We've never had a movie that's not, a saga movie, for lack of a better word. 
an episode. We, this is, you know, we've had TV shows, but this is this is something entirely new. So no one really knows yeah, what to expect. On the one hand, I can get the hand wringing because this is really different. On the other hand, the same people who have done all of the saga films are overseeing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Can we do a quick voice vote? Who wants there to be a crawl? I'm going to say no. I am fairly neutral on that, but I'm leaning towards, I don't think there should be. I think, I think the crawl should be, I Epi- think they should, they should some, come up with something different. The, I, I, yeah, I'm very much in the, I would like the crawls to be episode or episodic films only. Mm-hmm. Just because I, I think the crawl define is one of the defining features of those films. If we're going to be, if these standalone films are going to be different, then let's be different and ditch the yeah. crawl. But on the other hand, part of the argument I kind of understand is that this is a movie that a lot of people are going to be confused about because, it, you know, yeah. more casual, they're going to, you know, they're like, isn't Darth Vader dead? You know, that, th- those kind of people. I think like they, I think the only reason they'll do a crawl is because they need to set it up. Because people yeah. will be like, what the hell is going on right. in this movie? Well, and I, I'm not- well, you know, I did an article about this as well. <laughs> where I asked people, How, what do you think this movie is about? And none of them really seemed to care. I really like, like that they article. They were into it, and they were into it. That's like, one of my all, favorite all pieces. You know Star Wars. That's one of my favorite pieces you've done. I really like that one. Um, I'm glad. But too, I, I, think, I think you should do another one of those, though, closer to oh, the movie. Yeah, like, once I the agree. publicity is, is yeah. fully, like in November. Well, that's kind when of the publicity plan. is... People will know what they want to know when they need to know it. Like it doesn't, mm-hmm. it's not going to hurt. I don't yeah. think people are going to sit down at the theater without information that they, they deem to be vital. Either they won't care or they'll know. Yeah. And I, I, and back to the crawl thing for a second. I'm not married to the idea of not having the crawl. I think it'd be a neat stylistic choice. And I wouldn't, I'd like to, I wouldn't mind seeing it tried. Yeah. 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 I, I'm, I'm also neutral. Like I, I feel like whatever they choose, they'll make it go the right way. I, I feel like, I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be weird. I mean, I thought it was going to be super, super weird to not have the 20th Century Fox fanfare in front of the TFA. And, you know, after the like second time I saw the movie, I was like, eh, it's fine. Does, you like, know what? I didn't even think of that until last weekend when, I, when I went to see, when I know when I went to see Independence oh, Day. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. I was expecting Star Wars, and I realized I hadn't thought of that at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. During I and I saw TFA and like the movies like eight, eight or nine times, you know, including the you know the the press screening where you just go straight into the Lucasfilm yeah. logo, and it didn't even you know. I oh didn't no, even think I about it. I mean, I saw I I thought about it a lot, and I'm like, this could be really weird because I listen to the soundtracks all the time, and it's it that's on the soundtracks, like it leads into it, and. You know, having the Fox fanfare and then the Lucasfilm logo and then quiet and then fanfare. Like, it's just so embedded in my mind. So I'm like, and I remember people wondering what they were going to do. Were they going to do like a new, like a Lucasfilm? Yeah, like a new fanfare. Everybody thought they were going to do the friggin' Disney castle thing. No, yeah. I wanted the 90s VHS Disney castle (laughs) thing. <laughs> but now I think like having it be quiet and just the logo ended up being yeah. the yeah. right, right move. I hope not only do I not want to crawl, I just want them to start in the ERS, just dump into it with well, the exact opposite yeah. route because it's a they can do whatever they want. Like why well, not? Experiment? How, how much of the pattern is going? Is it going to start on the bad guys like the episodes do? 
Are we going to start I, I with the Star Destroyer? Are we going to start seeing the Death Star being put together? Like that that one shot from the trailer with the with the ring. Mm. But if you're gonna if you're gonna do non episode movies, what's the point if you can't go if you can't go totally all out? I'm just wondering how much how much you're single, gonna depart from it. I don't even want I don't even want where I love I love I have a bad feeling about this. I don't want that in this movie. Yeah. No, no. I mean no. every single every single staple I want them to consciously like maybe eventually bring them back here and there. I'm not saying never do it, but to to make a statement with this one, I want it to be I want it to feel as different as possible. Yeah, like the bad feeling about this, like in a Han Solo movie, okay. Yes, exactly. Doesn't he say it the most of everyone? Now, I I will say I want the Han Solo movie, and if it doesn't, I'm going to be very upset. I want it to start with an electro pop musical number. (laughs) (laughs) At Jabba's Palace. Next Rebo Band. Oh, in a bar, hitting hitting on hitting on some chick. Oh God. No, I want I want the Han Solo movie to be Rashomon. I think we talked about this on Twitter once. <laughs> I want it to be him and Lando and like Chewbacca each telling their version of something. Because I want to see what Wikipedia would do. <laughs> At this point, you're just rooting for Wikipedia chaos, aren't you? Oh, that's already happened. <laughs> but no, I like I just I like the idea of well, okay, it's not we're not we're being a lot more relaxed about canon now, so let's really go for it. What can we do when we don't have to worry about everything being literal truth? And Han is the perfect vessel for that. Yeah, because he's just. Yeah. So it'll be Mindor. The whole movie will just be Han telling this story. Yeah, exactly. As the most unreliable narrator ever. And they yeah, can have a framing like story. A ben, yeah. They can do framing story with Harrison Ford. And he's like, God, I thought I was out of this. Bastards. If they do have him telling it to, to little Ben, it will have to be Nathan filling it. <laughs> <laughs> All of the fake Han Solos. Bring them all out. Oh, I love it. Let's do it. Does that mean we can get Ellen Page to do uh, Han Solo in there? Because yes. Yes. Ellen Page complete. Yeah. What was that movie where it was, it was a Bob Dylan movie? Yes. With Tilda yeah. Swinton playing Bob Dylan. Yeah. Yeah. Kim Blanchett played her. Yeah. Oh, no. Tilda Swinton was in the, was she in the Bowie one or something? I don't know. Yeah. It yeah. sounds right. All right, so any last thoughts on Rogue One before we part for the evening? Is it wrong if I say I'm looking forward to Rogue One, but in the end, it's just a road bump episode eight? Yeah, it's just a road bump. I, I, I honestly, you know, I don't mind thinking about it a little, but I'm on the other hand, you know, if, if Rian Johnson drops, you know, I call him Rian, but I think it's Ryan. It's, it's Ryan. It's Ryan. If Ryan, jo- you know, if he drops like a set photo... I know what I'm writing up first, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm very excited for Rogue One, but this is just a hit to get me to episode eight. Yeah. The, be- the best thing you can say about TFA is that a couple of years ago, I was exactly the opposite. I saw I saw the episodes as like the thing that we have to do to get through, to get to allow us to do the more experimental ones. Like mm-hmm. I thought that was the real, that was the thing I was really excited about. And episode seven was just sort of like yep, the nope. pill that we had to swallow to get there. And, now. The, and it totally and it's totally backwards now. Now with, because, yeah, the EU I think the EU did that to a lot of people. Yeah. It's like everyone just got so well, sick. Well, for me it's if for me it's it's Luke. I mean, honestly. Yeah. But Is it really? That's It is. I'm, Aren't you sh- Hey, it's my Nancy. show and I can talk about Luke if I want to. Um <laughs> <laughs> And you do. But I I will say if Rogue One had been the X-Wing movie we all thought it was going to be when it was first announced, I probably would not feel that way. I would, I'm would. i not yet I, convinced it isn't. 
Nancy, what makes what makes what makes an X-Men movie? How much X-Men? There's actually not much. I think this has a decent shot of being actually kind of a Wraith Squadron movie, which I'm I'd be very happy with. Yeah, I think that's still I still think that's a reasonable way to look at it. Like it's not going to be it's not it's not Top Gun. Well, I wanted that. It's going to be a good chunk of piloting. I wanted I want piloting. There's, you know what? There's plenty of time for that. Save that for the Netflix TV series. Save that for Poe Dameron. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think I think post standalone in ten years. This makes yeah. the Netflix series more likely because uh, they'll have the, the, the X wing sets and stuff still. Post Yeah, maybe. You're gonna shoot him on the cheap. Bingo. Wow. Those those um episode eight photos with uh William and Harry and the A wings and yeah Mark Hamill like showing him the thing I was like dude stop <laughs> I can't. <laughs> All right, well, let's go ahead and wrap up there. Uh, Coop, where can we find you online? 1138. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not you want to elaborate on that? I don't want to spell it again. People can Google me. Mike Just, Cooper, Google Mike Cooper Star Wars, you'll find me. Let's test that theory. Well done. Unfortunately, if you search me Star Wars, you get a Clone Wars and Rebels script writer. Uh, really? All right. Oh, yep, you're the first one. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dunk, how about you? Uh, yeah. At clubjade.net and at clubjade on Twitter. Yay. And there's the Tumblr. Oh, and Tumblr. Clubjade on Tumblr, too, because I'm nothing if not original. (laughs) All right. Well, let's go ahead and wrap up the show there. This episode of Tashi Station Radio has been brought to you in part by Her Universe and you, our Patreon subscribers. On Twitter, you can find us with the handles Tashi underscore station. Uh, That is the official show account. You can find Nancy with Nancy Pants. That's Nancy with an I. You can find me with Lane Winry, L-A-N-E-W-I-N-R-E-E. On Facebook, we're the Tashi Station Network. We are available on the iTunes Store, Stitcher, and Google Play. Links all over the blog to subscribe to whatever service you prefer. Uh, You can find our columns and news at Tashi-Station.net Thanks for listening to another episode. We don't know when we're going to be back because real estate is fun. (laughs) Bye! podcast has been brought to you by Majestic Draft Productions and is the official podcast of TashiStation.net. All Star Wars names, music, and logos are property of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Tashi Station Radio is not endorsed by Lucasfilm or any division of the company. Now go pick up some power converters. Oh, oh, oh.